Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Goof Zone, episode 8. I am Jackson Tyler. I'm joined, as always, with Destiny Sturdivant. Today, we are talking about our goals for the year. It's our first episode in a while. We have some art. We're getting it up on iTunes. It's finally happening. 2016, the year of the goof. It is now. Please enjoy. It's a fairly light episode. We don't get into any super heavy topics. It's just goals and how to work with goals. There's nothing uh, that should be too... Uh, difficult, so this is a great episode to jump into. It's a nice light one because we usually we can talk about some heavy stuff with mental health. But this, uh, on purpose, was a light and fun, cool episode for the start of the year, and I hope everyone enjoys. So thank you very much for listening and enjoy the show. Serious podcast. Mental Hello. health. Mental <laughs> Brains. Welcome. Welcome to the Goof Zone, the serious oh. podcast mm-hmm. that that we're on right now that you're yep. listening to. Hello. Yep. How this is doing? the Goof Zone. Welcome to the Goof Zone. That's the one. Highway to the Goof Zone. <laughs> Highway to the Goof Zone. I guess. Yeah, that does work, doesn't it? Oh well. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yep. Uh, I am Jackson. And I'm Destiny. And we fight crime. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we both went independently in the middle of the intro for a very specific goof. Real uh, stupid goof. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the theme, in keeping with the theme of the zone. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, some real stupidity going on here <laughs> i don't know why i'm really tired my feet hurt i'm all mm. mad because i have to do all this cleaning when we're done mm-hmm. I'm actually, I, like i shouldn't be in a good mood but i guess i am uh, i'm i've been grumpy this weekend uh, well good i'm of, glad you're goofing now speaking of cleaning um i did so this friday night i think it was 
I uh, had like a very a scarily traditional breakdown in a way that I don't usually have. Can you like go in yeah, to no, like I'm, chronological the... order? Yeah, so I'm just so I'm there. I'm like, okay, I've got uh, I've got university on Monday. I need to be uh, back into a regular ask sleep schedule for a human being within this time zone. Because um, <laughs> I, oh. I struggle, I struggle with sleep. I don't like I I can't get to sleep, which means my sleep schedule is always like drifting. Yes. Because uh, if I get to sleep regu- if I am able to get to sleep at one time, I will have to be more tired the next night. So I always have to stay up later. So I end, that's why I end up drifting so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what uh, happened was I'm like, okay, um, let's just uh, sleep as I've set my alarm. I set my alarm for like. Uh, 11 o'clock I was like right let's do this we're going to cut it off here we're going to try to do this and I had slept not that much the night before so I'm like okay I'm tired I'm actually tired let's do this I'm really tired let's get to sleep let's lie down in bed 11 o'clock in bed ready to sleep can't just lying there back and forth and then just getting really anxious just slowly realising over time that my anxiety about the room around me is just rising and rising oh no and what about I'm it like, specifically well, it's too, it's too, it's, it's not tidy enough. It's all wrong. All these things have to be sorted and removed. And then I just get up. And then for the next, like I could, my brain is just like starting to go into overdrive. And then for the next five hours, uh, like until at least five in the morning, maybe even six, I don't remember. Um, I just get out, I, I get out the case that I ordered a few months ago that I plan to use and started putting all of my DVDs into it, transferring them from the cases. All like, this is a 2000 DVD case. Just all of them have to go. And I'm just there like sorting all this stuff into order for the whole night. And I oh can't my do gosh. anything else. Like, I'm like, and I'm like detached from this being, this is too much. Like I am watching someone's shitty portrayal of what OCD looks like. Oh my goodness. I've <laughs> done that. I've done that. Where like you can't sleep because of, just discomfort and then you end up thinking well okay obviously everything will be better if i just organize and straighten Mm -hmm. and then you just stay up and you feel i don't like using this word because i know people that actually suffer from mania but like that's how you feel you feel manic Mm -hmm. like nothing else can be fixed unless you just clean 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 Mm -hmm. was that how it felt yeah for sure like this had to get done it was an injustice on this earth that this mm-hmm. thing was not fixed and at this point now i've just got two massive pile of, d- of empty dvd cases in the middle of the room and it's even worse oh so, yeah like it didn't fix anything there wasn't enough time there wasn't enough time well now i have to t- i have to take all these to the dump because there are just two massive boxes of empty dvd cases because they, they have to go somewhere <laughs> i'm actually terrified that's gonna be my night because i you know like i said i was i've been cleaning and now it's like I, I, you know, tomorrow's Monday and I have to get everything straightened before Monday and I'm terrified that I'm just going to be up all night trying to clean. Because mm-hmm. I don't have time. You don't have time, though. It takes so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cleaning is, I don't know, what's your relationship with it like? Um, I actually, like, never had problems keeping things clean until we moved here when I was 15 and this house... It's really small. It's really small and it's really old. And I've lived in it since I was 15. And I'm 30 now. So it's been literally 15 years. And there's a lot of clutter. Because I didn't... Uh, I had a... 
I have a lot of books. I'm a, I'm, I, I majored in literature. There's a lot of books. I buy books faster than I can read them. And having like a Kindle and having, uh, you know, getting rid of some of them kind of fixed that. But there's still so much clutter. And so there were just books on books on books. And just things that I meant to get to, like comic books, stacks of those, stacks of zines. And then I got into art supplies, so like there's a lot of art supplies everywhere. And like I try to put everything into crates and boxes and bins, but mm -hmm. even that uh, hasn't really calmed the storm. So mm -hmm. yeah, because uh, it's but... like there's so much stuff, mm -hmm. and if there so was space, stuff. if there was space for it all to go, it'd be fine. Mm -hmm. But there's no space for it to go, so you clean it up, and then you just got this like pile in your corner. Uh, uh, yeah, it's been and it's it been stressful. Feel like my room because I don't own this house, and I've just been kind of like living here. This was supposed to be a temporary thing, but it, obviously it turned into a permanent thing. Uh, we moved here because my mom was like, "We'll find an apartment, but for right now we'll stay with your grandma." And then uh, my mother died when I was 25, and then uh, you know. My sisters both moved out, like, they've managed to get it together, but I'm still here, and all the things, imagine your life, like, you know, you're younger than me, but, like, okay, I'll pic imagine life. Picture 15 years ago. <laughs> so, I'm 15, how old are you in this scenario? Oh. I, I can't do the math right away, you're seven. Younger, you're under 10, yeah, okay, you're 7. Oof! And how old are you Ooh. now? You're 22. Uh, two. Wait. Right? Am I 22 or am I 23? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't you don't know, know your I age? I think I'm 22. I might be 23. I don't know. I'm I eight. thought you were 22. I anyway. either became 22 or 23 this year. No, it must be 22. I can't be 23. That's too old. I'm 22. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Carry on with the story. You're 22. I did the math. Okay. So <laughs> anyway... You. Uh, <laughs> so imagine everything that you've owned or liked or collected or just acquired from other people or from the store or from Amazon, everything you've had from 17 or excuse me, seven years old up until now. So that's all the stuff and it's all in one room. I mean, that's the kind of the situation I've been in. Kind of the situation you're in. Uh, yeah, and I, like I did a big clear. Like all my bionicles went in the bin, and I was sad to see them go. But they just like, there's not there's not space for this shit. It's got to go. Yeah, I've been like putting clothing in bags because I'm like I gotta donate some clothes, and I gotta. Yep. And I mean, not all of it is from when I was 15. Like literally, actually, most of the clutter is from like I got rid of most of the high school clutter ages ago. Now most of the clutter is college clutter. I was in college for almost a decade, uh, so off and on. Because of financial reasons. It wasn't mm -hmm. that I was, like, a terrible student or anything. I was actually pretty good. I'll be um, six years when I'm done, so. Yeah, no, no no judgment here. Take as long as you need, because you're never too old. You're never too old. Um, but anyway, uh, it, so most of the stuff, like, pretty much from, like, age 23 on, I'm still kind of trying to arrange. And that's still a pretty amount of time of junk and i've been selling books and dvds i've been donating clothes donating things some stuff i'm just flat out throwing away because it's too crappy to donate and i still need to do this excuse me sorry um i still need to do this i still need to get this sorted and it's just it's stressful so like when i go to bed at night i have a bunch of junk on my bed and i'm like 
can't sleep because this feels like not my home. I constantly feel like I'm in transition from like one state of physical chaos to another. Yeah, uh, I'm. I understand that. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really weird the speed and like the rate at which something becomes uh, like turns into clutter. Yes, it's shocking because. A thing can just be there, and you're like, oh, that's... Uh, I say it's a DVD or a book, and you place it there, you're like, I am going to watch that soon. Mm-hmm. And then you look in the same place, it hasn't moved in three years. That's the thing, and yeah. And you're like, wait. And then you're like, there are things... Uh, there are things that I have, like, gone... Uh, these are digital, I guess. So, like, there are things I downloaded in uh, 20, 2009. Like, I'm going to watch this. Uh, I'm waiting till I'm able to watch this. And in my head, there's still a part of me that's like, I should watch those. That that was on my list, even though I've become such a different person that these aren't even things I care about anymore. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of stuff in my pile of, like, gonna get there eventually, of comics, etc., movies, etc., that, like, I feel like, oh, 75% of my life is on some sort of weird to-do-later list. And... I don't even know what I'm doing right now. Like, I can't even get the more urgent stuff done right away. Yep. yep. Uh, everything just becomes this big thing that you can't sort through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super stressful. Because, yeah, it makes it hard to sleep. And I actually got put on a new antidepressant that's supposed to help with sleep. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, but it's starts with a T. Tramazone? 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 It's the, it's the trauma zone. The t-zone which is the part of your face that you have to clean really well because it's <laughs> prone to breakouts that's the one you know right above your eyebrows and then down your the bridge of your nose the t-zone anyway that's, whole, that's not what it's called is it? <laughs> no i'm joking that's what that part of your face is called yeah but it's like not it's dermatology yeah, okay. Or at okay. least uh, Neutrogena commercials, that's what they call it. I don't know if it's actually... Like, my whole life, I've been reading, you know, teen girl magazines. That's what they called it. The T-Zone. Because it's shaped like a T. No, I get it. It is, yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> it does It does. But you sound sense. so incredulous. Uh, I do sound that way, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it's not what it's called, is it? It's not what it's called. It can't be the T-Zone. Yeah, no, it's called the T-Zone. I'm just imagining, like, a doctor standing giving a lecture to his uh, students have been like hello I'm here to teach you about the body remember to examine the t-zone <laughs> oh no 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 it's probably just something that dermatologists say like oh if t's. you're telling me that's like a marketing thing that people say to like hey remember to check out the t-zone I mean nobody says check it out I just know that like when you you need the t-zone product a teen like they tell you to put like what are those little pads called that you medicated pads that you rub on your face and they have like mm-hmm. ac- acne medication on them like you rub your t-zone you, those are the spots where usually you break out um and, and you put it there interesting but anyway um that was a weird aside <laughs> today i learned about the t-zone the, the goof t-zone yeah goof- <laughs> hi i'm goof t-zone <laughs> uh goof t-zone is our mascot which uh don't sue us disney it's goof t-zone <laughs> And not Goofy Dog or whatever Goofy's last name is. Yep, Goofy Dog. Is it Goofy Dog? It is. It's Goofy. No, it's not Goofy Dog. It's just Goofy. He's like a dog I, person. He's not I was doing the joke, and then I realized that you believe me. You're very tired. No, it's not that I believed you. I just don't know if he has a last name or not. I think he's just Goofy. Oh, that's disappointing. 
I'm, I'm, yeah, he's, what's his full name? What is your full name? He might oh, not he, have one. Some character. His full name is Goofy Goof. Really? He's <laughs> like Mario. Oh, that's cute. Mario's name is Mario Mario. Oh, that's, that's, that's from, it's from the Mario movie. There's the whole extended, there's the whole extended segment that plays like someone's like YouTube video in which they're going to the thing of going, we're the Mario brothers. And it's like, I'm Mario and he's Luigi. And so like, you're the Mario brothers. Yeah, he's Luigi Mario and I'm Mario Mario. Oh. And then he says Mario and he's talking to Luigi and it just like goes on for a whole, like, like they do that bit. That is the bit that they that's do. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that. It's been a, like, I have not seen that movie since I was a wee one. Mm-hmm. It's so, something. That is, yeah, that is something. So, yeah. Anyway. <sighs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. I keep, like, doing inappropriate things in the mic without m- muting it, but I'm so comfortable here. It's so comfortable, so warm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, what was I going to talk We're going to talk more about, um, I guess, the, t- uh, same thing with the tidying. Uh, yes. Do we have we done? Have we have we covered that? Did we cover that? We got yeah, anything more to say? Um, I actually have some goals for the year that involve keeping tidy and avoiding clutter. But I think what I'm gonna do is uh, I don't know. I'm gonna need a lot of help from my grandma, and I'm gonna need a lot of like time to sift through stuff. So it's probably gonna take me more than a month. <laughs> oh, the thing I wanted to say, I remember now was. <laughs> I don't know about you, but a thing that is really difficult for me when tidying is I have an urge to clear. Like, what I want is to make the room empty and then put the things back. I cannot tackle the problem from the inside. Oh, yes, I do that. That's pretty much my only method of cleaning. Like, yeah, that's the only way to clean is to, like, get everything out and then put the things back and then get rid of the things that can't go back. And mm-hmm. the inability, and, and that's not how I'm meant to do it. Apparently, like there's not space to put the other stuff and everything. So, my inability to just work from the inside and like gradually tidy is makes it really hard for me because I need this clear blank space in which I can then make something new, and that's the only way I can like mentally deal with the process. There is a um, book out. That's called, like, The Magical Art of Decluttering. Let me see if I can find this information. You keep talking. A vamp, vamp. I'm vamping. Vamp while I find these decluttering tips that I took from this book. You know how much I love to vamp on a podcast. You, you are a vamp. You're very vamp. sexy and uh, feminine. But, but still tough. But still tough. <laughs> It's me giving an interview. You're like Barbara Stanwyck. <laughs> and and then and then they're like, "Who's Barbara Stanwyck?" And I'm like, "Excuse me. How do you? How do? dare you? Or how dare you? How dare you? First not? of all, how dare you? Yes, yes. She's great. She was great. Go watch movies. Go watch her movies. Um. Everybody, go watch movies. Musical. How come I can't find this decluttering thing? Now I'm still looking. Keep vamping. Uh, uh, Barbara Stanwyck. Dumb indemnity. I feel like I've made things worse. Oh no! Oh God! Say more <laughs> words. <laughs> Just throw topics at this wall. Let's play. Jackson looks around his desk for things to talk about oh on the podcast. Gosh, you're ridiculous. <laughs> um. 
I have this. This I got for Christmas. I got this coffee gift card, mm-hmm. uh, which I use to buy coffee. It's empty now because I drunk it. Uh, mm-hmm. I since I started uni, I've gotten into the routine of getting a hot chocolate every day, which is probably bad for me. But uh, it Once has been a day oh, is not going to kill you. No, it's one. It's the one per day, and I have it instead of actual coffee. I don't have coffee, so I. Have oh, I love coffee. Coffee yeah. is great, and it's not that unhealthy to drink. Actually, like if you drink a black coffee, it's way better for you than drinking hot cocoa because there's no sugar. Yep, oh, I, mine's full of sugar, but it's just mm-hmm. I have I have one a day, and I have it when I get into uni, and it's it's performs the same mental job as having a coffee without the caffeine and the actual being coffee. There's a little caffeine in chocolate, but not enough to get you through anything. Not in the same way. But drinking a hot liquid and just having a reason to, like, look forward to the morning, that's a great routine. It's more the ritualistic part of it, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great routine. I found the thing I was looking for, but you finish your story. That's it. My story was, I drank a hot chocolate. You didn't give me many options. Really? (laughs) Oh, well, I'm glad you got that. No, I, I have about three cups of coffee a day. In fact, I'm failing, like, or not failing, I'm like lagging a little now because the cup of coffee I had this morning is wearing off and I haven't eaten any food today because I literally got home, put away groceries, started like looking for things in my basement because that was the other part of my story about living here is my grandma was like, let's replace the carpet. So then I moved everything into bins and she threw everything into bins when I wasn't home. I threw half of my stuff into bins thinking, oh, it'll be fine if she just moves stuff around. No, she put everything else into bins, and everything is in this disorganized mess all in my basement. Like, everything oh. I own was in my oh. basement. So, then, so day by day, I have to go down to my basement, go through a bunch of bins looking for things, and bring up things I can carry. Because, you know, I, like it's really hard for me to go up and down stairs. But, like, I can put it all into bags and then bring up the bags and then go through those and find places to put stuff. Um, and I still am not done. Like I have half of my wardrobe down there and I need to go through that because I need to figure out what I'm keeping and what I'm giving away. And she doesn't believe me. She thinks I have too many clothes, but I only, <sighs> that's a whole nother fight, but like, well, it's, it's ties into a similar thing in my opinion. Like the whole thing with this stuff is more the ability to feel ownership over the space, right? Right, like I don't feel ownership and it makes me feel bad because she's telling me essentially that everything I own is garbage Mm -hmm. or like stuff that I don't actually need and it's like, well, I know I don't need extra clothes but I need at least like a few shirts for work and a few shirts for the weekend. I have two pairs of jeggings that I wear because I don't wear jeans anymore and I'm a big dress and skirt person. So it's like, I, I don't even... Honestly, I rotate so many of the same outfits, so it's it's weird to me that she thinks I have too many clothes. If anything, mm-hmm. like I figured out that I do buy the one thing I buy a lot of that I didn't realize I did, black leggings and black cardigans. I owned multiple, and I really only need two pairs of leggings and maybe one cardigan. Uh, this doesn't surprise me. <laughs> no, it's not surprising at all. <laughs> this is all. not a fact that I'm like, oh, I can't believe you yeah. had multiple black uh, cardigans and leggings. Yeah, no, I was really surprised that that was the thing that I kept finding multiples of. So yeah, I don't really understand what she's saying. Like, w- one thing that did happen was I gained a lot of weight when I started mm-hmm. my new job. New job. I've had this job for three years now. Uh, but almost... You've had this job for longer than you've known me. Yeah, yeah. So I started the job... August three years ago um and when I started it I went from running around a campus all day to 
sitting at a desk for eight hours and then coming home and lying down and eating a lot of processed foods because I started taking TV dinners for lunch and I eat a lot of carbs, I eat a lot of french fries. So I gained 15 pounds. Not only that, like, I did start antidepressants. I don't know how much of that contributed to my weight gain because actually I think, rambling, but my weight gain, uh, I think it was that because my weight has actually stayed the same since I've been on antidepressants. I haven't gone up or down. Uh, but I did gain 15 pounds between now and three years ago. So that affects how you fit your clothes. So I had to get rid of all the stuff that's too small uh, and give some stuff to my sisters. But like out of the stuff that fits, it's not like I have a lot of stuff. So I don't know. I don't know what she thinks. I don't know. It's not like I'm my aunt who is addicted to shopping and just has a bunch of clothes she never wears. Like I wear every single thing I own to the point where it gets worn out really fast. Yeah, and it's up and it's up to you. you. These are your clothes. It's yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, if I don't have room for all of them, I understand her complaints. But she thinks I'm like overstuffing my dresser drawers, and it's like, well, my grandma works from home, so she doesn't have to dress professional casual, which is the is vague. That, is that is that the description? Yeah, the vague uh description of our dress code policy. What does that mean? It's not the business casual, so you don't have to wear like khakis and polos every day, which would actually be easier because it's more direct and it makes like I know what that is. But no, it's something called professional casual where you can wear nice jeans and uh nice shoes with nice tops or if you're a lady, you can wear like nice skirts with nice stockings or no, uh well, I don't think they'd abide men in skirts but if you were daring and cool you could probably do that but you'd like probably get fired but you could i don't do know that. if they'd fire you i bet you could threaten them with a lawsuit but we'll see we'll see um or we'll see it's not gonna happen probably where i work everybody's pretty square but anyway in my head i'm like anyone doing that like i don't see that as like a cool thing i'm like that just sounds like something some asshole would do to be like hey, hey i'm doing this no i just meant like if that's uh, your thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. But yeah. in my head, I immediately jump to like pers- a joke. Like, oh, I mean, there's cis a cis person, cis man doing that as like, haha, I'm wearing a skirt. It doesn't say I can't. <laughs> oh yeah, well that guy would probably. Just and that guy would probably be fine. No, he wouldn't be fired. He'd be sent home. But like somebody actually being like, this is my lifestyle, and it would probably be. Like, and I mean, like, I'm not gonna go into it. But I like that you have a higher. Uh, expectation of like the office system that I do. I'm oh. like, oh, this is probably all backwards and terrible. It's probably all garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, my company, like, we have trans people that work there, and that wasn't even what I meant. I meant cross dressing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, it isn't an issue at all. And like, my state just voted to protect. Oh, wait, did we revoke that? I don't remember, but in Nebraska, I can't remember whether or not you're protected from your being being fired for your like. Uh, gender. But anyway, I found the cluttering thing I wanted to talk about. This is actually helpful. There's a Japanese organizing consultant named Marie Kondo who recently wrote a book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, The Japanese Art of Decluttering and Organizing. And I have not read this book. But this lady is pretty much the Japanese Martha Stewart. She's really famous for, like, lifestyle tips. And in her book, uh, what I've managed to glean from just things I've picked up on the internet because I am a big fan of reading productivity blogs, self-help blogs, and like uh, general things like that. I love that stuff. Like even if it doesn't apply to my life, I will read it till the sun goes down. It is just my favorite thing. 
I don't know why. I guess it's how some people like watching home improvement shows. I like life improvement stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, um, she says to t- tackle categories instead of rooms. So, like, first you go through your clothing because uh, apparently it's the least emotionally loaded of your things. Then you go through your books. Then you go <laughs> Hang through... on. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> well, it depends on your relationship with your clothing. Like, I, I don't have any shirts that I'm sentimental about. Okay. But, like, I have a few dresses that I am sentimental about or, like, things that I got as gifts. Like, I have socks that, like, so-and-so got this for me. I hope they, you know, I don't want anything to happen to them. Clothes seem like the purest form of, oh, I wore this when I was this. Yeah, but not everybody does that. I don't really... I mean, I have special outfits, so I pick out special things. But, like, I don't... I'm not, like, those people that keep... Like, you know how you keep your wedding dress, in theory, because it's, like, special? Mm -hmm. And you just keep it forever, and it takes up space, and it's like, you're not getting married again in that dress. But you keep it. I know that. Like, I think that's what she means. She means, like, versus... It's that versus, like, a t-shirt. So, if she's thinking about t-shirts. Okay. They're not. But if you are emotionally attached to your clothes, don't tackle them first. That's mm-hmm. the best way to fix that. But anyway, like you go through that stuff first, and you pretty much, uh, instead of going from room to room and taking everything out, like how you and I say we do, mm-hmm. you start with that stuff. So you sort out your clothing, then you sort out your books, and so on and so forth. And I tried this a little bit, and like like today I just tried to tackle my dresser. And deal with the art supplies that were everywhere instead of being like, I gotta find a place for all this uh, other stuff. And it actually helped out, but I still have, you know, it's still, it's not easy because there's so many other things in the way of just the art supplies. But I thought that was helpful. Mm-hmm. Also, she has this thing where, like, respect your belongings. So, like, do you want to like make sure you're folding your clothes in a way that uh, seems that, that would make your clothing happy, which is kind of an abstract thing, but I thought that was cute. Um, also, she wants you to make sure that you focus on one thing at a time, because you know when you start cleaning, you'll find like a letter your eighth grade best friend wrote you, and yep. then you'll go down a rabbit hole of looking for other stuff from that eighth grade best friend. Like I do that too. I have boxes. I I used to have a shoebox of every single letter. My boyfriend in high school wrote me, I don't even talk to this person anymore. Why am I keeping that? That's a waste of space. Um, so that's going away. I also had like, well, I, I do keep all my pen pal stuff. Like I had pen pals all through high school. One in Italy and one in Germany. And I, I keep all that stuff. But like, keep the stuff that you're actually going to keep. Because like, a lot of that stuff you don't have to hold on to. And it just feels good to get rid of that stuff. Like, that's the other thing that she mentions in the book. But, um, yeah. Folding instead of hanging things, that's another thing. And then she actually teaches, like, a specific fold where you can see everything in the drawer. Which, if people want to know, maybe we'll put a link to the blog that we talked about that. But I thought that book was cool. At least the idea of the book. (laughs) It might not work for everyone, because not everybody has a bunch of clothes they're trying to sort. Not everybody's problem is clothes. Like, you mentioned DVDs. Um, but yep, like literally thousands of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like I bet you could sell most of those because you're not gonna well, watch them. It, it's not the DVD. No, 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 no. I'm keeping the DVDs. Um, it's the cases. Oh, those you can I, recycle, can't you? Well, I, no, because yeah, but I was, I was, I was taking the discs out, putting the discs in a big case that held like a, all the DVDs, 
and then just throwing the cases away. But now I have just this big cluster box of empty DVD cases. Oh, yeah. You got to get a big plastic trash bag and throw those all in there and take them out to be There are going to have to be multiple plastic trash bags. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, I mean, the same thing happened with me when I was clearing, clearing out stuff. I realized I had multiple trash bags of shoes which is weird because i hate shoe shopping and i'm very hard to get shoes for because they have to be not only vegan but they have to have arch support and all the specific shoe needs that i have um one size is one foot is bigger than the other blah 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 uh but i had all these old shoes that i had just kept in my closet that i had never touched uh since i had replaced them with other shoes and so that was the problem now i'm down to three pairs of boots one pair of slippers, one pair of sneakers, and then a couple of, like, flats. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if I need all of those, but uh, technically a couple of the boots were Christmas presents, so I'm rambling. Um, can't can't throw out the Christmas presents I just got as of this recording. It is January, <laughs> what, 10th? January 10th. Yes. Fuck um, these. <laughs> yeah. Um, Goodbye. But yeah, so that that might be helpful to someone. I just I don't know if it would help you to tackle things instead of the room specifically. But mm-hmm. give it a shot if you can. Me, yeah, it's, I have this thing where I just uh, it's a space thing. I can't feel comfortable in my space. I just don't know why. Like everything has to be perfect. I, I, I always have something that is wrong about the space. Well, you know, take an inventory of what it is and ask yourself what you can do to fix it. Mm-hmm. And do the best you can. If it can't be fixed, you gotta find a way to tell yourself that it's gonna be fine. That's that's the problem. My struggle is, is that when I find things that I don't think are okay, I can't uh, get past them. No matter how small they are, it's just like this is a thing, and it makes me feel uncomfortable. And it's gonna consume me, even if it's a tiny thing. That's um, just how my brain works. When I have a thing like that, I don't know because our brains work differently, you know. So this yeah. is just uh, what I do. So who knows? Um, when that happens to me, I leave it. Even if it bothers me, take a day of it just being there or being annoying. And then the next day I go, did it kill me? Did it hurt me? (laughs) And if the answer is no, I'm like, okay, then it can stay there.
Jackson, and hello, gentle listener. Hello, listener. How are you, friend? How is it going? Are Welcome. you doing good? I hope you had a good New Year. New Year is stressful. Yeah, stressful. sit down. Have a De-stress. Seat. Do you want a cup of tea? Come I have green and I have chai. I have Earl Grey. Is that your favorite kind of tea? I don't drink tea, but it's what we got in the house. I always wondered if you drink tea, because I know it's culturally a big deal, a big deal, a big thing. um, My food and my, like, uh, Asperger's is line up in a way that, like, food becomes very, very rigid routine, and I don't, I'm bad at trying things and broadening stuff. If you Uh, wanted a a caffeine boost in the morning, tea would be the thing, though, huh? Oh, yeah. Because it's not like coffee, like, if you don't like the taste of coffee, you'd love the taste of tea. Okay, maybe I will try tea. We'll see. You don't have to try tea. I mean, it's, I, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying if you want a caffeine boost and Well, you drink sodas, pops. Yeah, but that's not good for you. I try not to drink those. No. I only, like, drink Coke at, like when I'm at a place. Oh, okay. So you're, like, really not a caffeine person. Yeah, I don't... I don't... I've never... I, I never take caffeine with the... I never take something with the... Or eat something or drink something with the intent of it giving me energy. Interesting. Well, I'll have like, that's not entirely true. Well, I like mean, I can tell sometimes. Oh, my blood sugar is getting low. I feel tired. I will have a banana. Like I'm. Well, that's that. different. That's like a food thing. I meant like drinking a energy drink and energy drink, or an energy drink. Yeah, I guess that's how you say it. Or like having a cup of tea to like wake yourself up. Because my grandma drinks deep green tea instead of uh, drinking coffee because she thinks it's better for her, and it probably is from like a hydration standpoint. And then like. I drink coffee because I'm tired when I get up, and that's, like, my instinct. I just get the coffee. Uh, And then when I want, like, a lesser amount of caffeine, I'll have tea here and there. But really, I'm a big coffee person, and I try to only drink Dr. Pepper when I'm out and about. Yeah. But, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, no, I don't... I'm not... I know everyone else is into the caffeine. All the people. I just assumed you were, because most young people are. You're very healthy. I'm really not. But I mean, like, that's a really, like, a lot of it is bad for you. A little of it wouldn't hurt you. But, like, I don't know what your sugar intake is usually. So maybe I shouldn't say that you're healthy. But, like, you have a healthier life. You have a healthier relationship with caffeine and um, being hydrated than most people on average, I feel like. Uh, Maybe. Most people in your age group are downing Mountain Dew 24-7. I always, like, I don't think, I don't know. I, I always assume I'm terrible at health, but I guess you're right. But I mean, By the like, standards of, like, college students. And I mean, they're not all doing it, because some people are more health-oriented uh, than others. Like, but when I was your age, I drank pop like there was no tomorrow, and water was like, oh, it's late, I'm going to have some water, or, oh, it's hot, I'm going to drink some water. I barely drank water. My, most of my childhood... Uh, I drank a lot of sugary juices and whatnot. I didn't drink milk. Um, and now I have to like make a concentrated effort to drink water. Uh, but I do drink way more water. Since it's like the water bottle age, uh, I drink way more water than I ever did. Uh, so yeah, I guess we have a topic. We were just randomly just mumbling there about caffeine. But uh, we have a topic. This week, month, year, we are talking... <laughs> about the new year and about our goals for it, if we have any. Just doing the general little chat, just just little chat about the new year, what we want to do, and our little 
stuff and our goals and our plans. Yeah, I love hearing about people's New Year's. Like, not, or excuse me, not their New Year's. I love hearing about people's goals and things they want to do and their intentions. Like, that is an interesting conversation to me. Not only am I going to talk about them here, I'm going to talk about them on my other podcast, Battling Girls. Like, I'm just like, I'm not going to tire of the topic. <laughs> so I hope no one tires of hearing me talking about it. I'll have different angles on each one, so it won't be... Oh, is this the material. exact same thing you did in Badland Girls? Well, we haven't recorded it yet, but we intend to talk about our goals for 2016. Oh, Whereas okay. if we reco- with if this, we rec- I'm talking about it more like mental health oriented mm-hmm. and also uh, some other stuff that kind of went on in therapy. Oh, well, I don't, if we're recording first, I'm fine. Yeah. As so no. long as I get dibs on the cool content. <laughs> no, you get the more candid, emotional, yeah. uh, mental stuff. And Battling Girls, it's more like, I just want to paint more. Hey. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta paint, paint more. I gotta I paint gotta this paint. Or they are like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, my, more of my creative goals are going to be talked about on Battling Girls, whereas uh-huh. here it's more about my general life stuff so destiny what are your goals for your general life stuff oh so a while back i told my therapist that i didn't like setting goals for myself because i didn't know how to set them up without using them to feel bad about later when i didn't hit them uh it was one of those things where i was setting myself up to essentially not reach my goals and then feel guilty about it and i didn't want to keep doing that so i was like i'm not gonna set goals anymore But then something weird happened where I started, you know, I love reading my productivity blogs. And I was reading about this system called the Level 10 Life. No idea what it is. I just copied some blog I read um, where there were 10 aspects. I'm actually going to list them of your life. And you uh, kind of rate how you feel about those 10 aspects and see how you're doing in them, and then you try to act towards improving whatever you want to improve within those aspects. And those aspects that were assessed, at least on my end, were family, friends, uh, that's one thing, career, spirituality, personal development, love life, finances, fun, giving, physical environment, and health slash fitness. And I, what I did from this blog is I copied her idea of making 10 goals to go with each item to be assessed. <laughs> <laughs> so I have 100 goals for the year. <laughs> Actually, no, they're not all for the year. Some of them are like within the next five years. So that way I wouldn't overwhelm myself. Why do you see yourself in five years? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I made this list, but like, ideally... Uh, what I want to do is break them up into chunks. So, like, yeah. instead of being like, I'm doing all of this right now. It's happening. It's yeah, happening. I try to go by week and by month. So, like, I have this planner that I write every Sunday night. I go, okay, what do I want to get done this week? And I make a list of, like, five things. I try not to go past that because it gets overwhelming if I do that. And they range everywhere from ask someone about so-and-so or Google this to, hey, I want to get my dresser cleaned off, or I need to write a thing for so-and-so, or finish this video game, or read uh, 50 pages of this book I'm reading. Like, they're really a range of types of goals, because I don't want to 
get to the end of the week and go, oh, no, I didn't do this, and then try to squeeze it all in. Yeah. Nor do I want to go, oh, no, I didn't do this, and, like, say, because I'm a failure. I just go, well, I intend to do this, but if I don't do it, it's not the end of the world. Because mm-hmm. it's not. No, yeah. Yeah. I'm, so. doing, I'm doing a similar thing, and like, I've basically... Uh, it fucked up and started putting deadlines on things, which I need to stop doing because now I'm missing them and I feel bad. Oh, uh, see, I actually work better with a deadline. Well, no, because originally my plan was uh, I was going to make this to-do list on this app uh, mm-hmm. in which I just listed, okay, here are the things I want to do and I wanted to use it as this thing that I could refer to uh-huh. uh, in order to... Um, like to choose what I'm going to do next. Yeah. So it's instead of just going, oh, I don't know what to do, I'd look. Okay, here are the things I have to do. Here are the things I want to do. I will work on this. Yeah. And the goal was to set up this kind of uh, guide that wasn't uh, like punitive. Like it was more just a, a, a framework that I could schedule my time with, rather than a series of get uh, like goalposts that I had to hit. And if I didn't, I was a failure. But then I started like putting, all right, I have to finish this by this day. And then I let them slip. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm a failure. I didn't watch Clone Wars in time. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, that doesn't make sense. I know, I know. So I, but I re- that, I'm going to go back to that original goal of not putting deadlines on them. Don't do deadlines. Instead, you should just put like A, B, or C priority. Like A priority is the thing. If I don't do it before the end of the day, something actually, there's an actual consequence. Like if I don't, eat x then i'll be hungry or so i have to cook priority is to cook um like for instance i have a an article i have to write for a website that's launching this month and i've been putting it off for pretty much a month two months and my priority is to get it done before the end of the week uh so like that's the number one priority so anytime i have free time that's the thing i'm going to be working on and then like secondary priority is get my room cleaned Third yeah. priority is catch up on Steven Universe. Because it's not that important. If I don't catch up on Steven Universe, nobody's hurting at all. But if I don't get the article done, you know, I'm not going to be able to get it published on the website. And I won't get paid for it. And that'll be sad. And I'll yeah. feel sad because I made this commitment that I didn't follow through on, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, with the room cleaning, if I don't get that done, it's a B priority. So I can always move it to the next week and sense. keep moving it. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like, C priorities, ain't nobody gonna get hurt if you don't do it. Because if you make them all... Sounds like you make them all A priorities. Everything needs to get done that I... I, that I don't doesn't waste help my time. you. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, it's... Yep, it's yep. a way to hurt yourself. And if you... That's what you have to do. You have to... Uh, there's two questions that you should do to check in. Question number one, is this helping? Mm-hmm. If the answer is yes, keep doing it. If the answer is no, stop it. Question number two is... Uh, actually, no, it's the two-pronged question in question number two. Uh, question number two is, like, what am I doing uh, in small steps to get closer to the big <gasps> goal? Oh, bless you. Oh, God. That's a big sneeze. I'm dying here. Mm. <laughs> okay, carry on. Whoops. Uh, uh, it's a two-pronged thing. Like, it's like, what are, like, what do I intend to do? Like, or exactly. Sorry, let me start over. What are you talking about? <laughs> it the the other question is what am I doing this week to make sure that the big goal gets accomplished? Mm-hmm. So like let's say the big goal is to clean my room. What did I do this week 
to start cleaning my room instead of getting my entire room cleaned in that one week. So, like, did I start moving the books to the blank, or the bookshelf? Excuse me, I don't know why I said the blank. Uh, to the bookshelf, did I start putting all the washi tape in this bin that I bought for it? Did I figure out where the shoes go? If you did that without actually moving that stuff, that's what you were setting your intention. And I think that's mm -hmm. really more important than trying to do it all at once. Because, like I said, you'll get overwhelmed and then it'll hurt you. Yep, no, I'm really good at using this as, like, ways to hurt myself. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, which uh, which is it sucks. It's you should get a note card. Do. do you have note cards? Uh, what's a note card? Jack do you mean a notebook? No, I mean a literal like an index card. Oh, I I don't have one of those. Oh well, you have a notebook. I have notebooks. Yeah. Like, write on a piece of paper in really big lettering. Is it helping? <laughs> and put it somewhere where you'll see it every day. Uh, I will. Try and my then best. put an arrow to uh, yes, and then put an arrow to no, and then if if your like, and that's how you'll go. And then underneath yes, put keep doing it, and underneath no, put stop it. Stop it! Stop it right now! Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. So, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, yeah. So, uh, for me, a lot of my like year long goals are all about stuff I want to get done rather than. Uh, more general, vague things. Mm -hmm. Like I would like like there are because there are things I'd like to happen this year, but I don't know. I try not to focus on them. Like I'd like to be in a happier place. I'd like to, you know, uh, have more friends. I'd like to be in a relationship. All these things. But those are but, big goals. So what I do is I focus on the stuff that I can do. So I'm like, okay, this year I want to try to uh, get this stuff written i want to write this stuff i want to do this stuff i want to uh finish these things mm -hmm. and all my goals focus around that uh, which is something i can control and this year i want to try to write a book of some kind i don't know how long but i realized this while talking to you that every single year for the past four years i've finished a screenplay yeah and i didn't even like i i even though i had done that i hadn't been keep like i it wasn't something you were thinking about as an it wasn't active accomplishment. As like an accomplishment, yeah. yeah. I'd, all, I'd only seen all of those like individual things as like times I tried to do something and failed. But no, every single year, I finished and did a couple drafts on, like, yeah, I did multiple drafts of all of them. It's a matter of giving yourself credit for things that you're actually doing instead of yeah. focusing on what you're not doing. That's the other thing you should write in big letters and put somewhere you can see, uh, I'm doing enough. Yes, because that's one of the things you I'm literally really are. About. Everyone is. Whoever's listening, you're doing enough. You're enough. Yeah. You don't have to be any more than what you are. And if you want more, don't overwhelm yourself. Take it in baby steps. Mm -hmm. Like seriously, it's the only way you're gonna get what you want. Yeah. So. Yeah, but so that's what I'm trying to do. I have a lot to say. I'm gonna try to condense it as best I can. Um, but yeah, out of this 100 goals. Like, for January, my most important ones, I think, what I'm going to lean towards the most is keeping in touch with, like, the people that I want to stay in touch with. Because when I had that birthday party, there were, like, people I invited, and they were people I only saw at my birthday party the year before. So I see these people in person once a year, and I hate that. 
So keeping in touch, like, I even flat out asked people. I was like, do you like phone calls? Because I might just call you and be like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Talk to me about your day. Um, I also reached out to a friend who lives on the West Coast. And, like, we're going to try to write each other regularly. Like, I actually have an email I have to reply to after this. And we have a little date to chat and keep, catch up. Um, my other goal for the month is to meditate. Well, I was going to try daily, but that clearly hasn't been working out. So I want to meditate at least three times a week. Um, my partner got me this beautiful acrylic paint set. So I want to work on painting and drawing because painting and drawing go hand in hand. So you, <laughs> you, you draw it, then you paint it. Um, I want to buy a color printer, which is kind of a... I hate having goals that involve buying things. Yeah. But if I have a printer, it will really help with my art. Because I do a lot of collaging. Um, and also, I feel bad using the printer at work. <laughs> There's a few shows I want to catch up on. But like I said, those are low priority. Um, I want to take more photos. Because when I get the printer, I can just print the photos and make nice little journal collages of photos. Um, I want to read three books this month, which is easy because I'm usually reading a book for my work book club, a book for my social book club, and, uh, I'm, I'm always trying to read some sort of nonfiction. So that should be the easy thing to do this month. And then at the end of the month, I want to get a new phone because I'm switching providers. Ooh. So I'm going to get a new Android I was going to get an iPhone, like I was really leaning towards it, but I really like Android. I like having all my shit connected. So, because I already have an Android tablet and I'm already super heavy with using stuff involving my Gmail account. That's my primary email. So why not just keep the, um, keep that going. Keep that Google dream alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to get, uh, the phone I'm looking at is the, um, second to most recent version of their nicest Samsung phone. So it's essentially Android's iPhone. Because really my biggest need in a phone is space. I need a good battery and I need lots and lots of space. So those month monthly goals, or excuse me, not monthly goals, but those goals for this month, this January, kind of fold into those 100 goals. Because one of them involves friends and family, one of them involves... Uh, like a fun thing that I want to do. Some of them are like finance related because I'll be able to like, you know, sort things out with a phone bill and kind of keep my budget down. Like it actually, oh yeah, yeah. That was the other monthly goal that I completely overlooked. Start budgeting hardcore. Uh, and I've been trying to track my bills and expenses. It's actually kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not very hard. I'm going to ask my therapist for help. She's really good about like, if I ask her, I'm having a problem with this. Can you help me with it? Like, she's like, I can help you look up budgeting stuff. She actually, like, when I said I wanted to start meditating, she gave me a list of yoga places that are, like, cheap and that would help someone like me with a disability and um, podcast apps that help with meditation and books to read. Like, oh, I absolutely adore my therapist. She's the absolute best. So um, if, if you have someone that you can talk to about this, even if, if it's not a professional, just, like, somebody you know who does this kind of stuff or is into this kind of stuff, you can always just ask them for resources. And it's nice, because we live in this day and age where 
All you got to do is make a board on Pinterest or do a certain hashtag and you can find that resource. And I, and I love that. I love that about 2016. <laughs> nice. What about you? What about your goals? My goals? Uh, yeah, they're all about... Uh, generally, all my goals are to do with producing things. Cause nice. I'm like, I want to make this happen. That's like really exciting. Stuff. Because uh, I was... Uh, but th- uh, I've basically been the last couple of years been dealing with a whole what am I going to do with my life like what am I going to work towards whole thing Cause I, you know, that's a hard uh, I was one ori- yeah because I was originally basically in film school and don't, that's not a place to get into anything mm-hmm. um, and uh, like there were like jobs I would be interested in like I could I'd actually really like to you know uh, chase say being an editor or something like that right. is a job in that that I would have that I could see that is, and it, that is an example of seeing that as like a, a goal rather than I want to direct movies. Like that's not a fucking goal. That's not gonna happen. Uh, but it uh, is for some people, but it's not for sure, you. you, you know it doesn't I mean. work for you. Like me saying I want to work towards being an editor. That sounds like that's achievable. that's more realistic for yeah. you. Uh, and so I, I, I like. I'm so just I, saying that because if there's someone listening to this who wants to make movies, I'm saying it's not impossible. It's just not possible for Jackson. Jackson. And for me, I was also from the age fourteen up until my late twenties. I was convinced. Fourteen I in still... the mid nineties. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Well, the late nineties. I I, I was fourteen in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Um. So. so yeah. But, yeah. Gonna, I'm a thirty yeah, year old yeah. woman, Jackson. No, I just meant specifically. You were the because I know you were the post Tarantino. I'm a teenager. I'm gonna do it, kid. Yeah. 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 He was my uh, goalpost for that sort of thing my guiding in like i was like i'm gonna get a job at a video store and i'm gonna watch everything <laughs> and i don't have to go to film school that way and i'll just read <laughs> everything about filmmaking and i did I, I have notes in middle school notebooks from like books of criticism and books on filmmaking and uh i was that person i read so many books on how to make an independent movie and now or not now but as an adult i'm like oh right i'm not actually going to do any of that so yeah you kind of have to reassess as you go when you realize a certain goal isn't going to fit in with what you're actually doing and that's not a failure that is totally just part of growing up yeah and so uh because then i did uh, lots of stuff on the mapping last year and did the Patreon. And mm-hmm. I don't think that trying to get into video game criticism is a stable field either. So yeah, I, I, you don't like not... it. Yeah, I don't like it. But so what I did this uh, past week was because I'm doing creative writing at uni right now. And also I just want to do like I'm reading more. You like I, writing. You like words. I, like, like, like I know that writing is a thing that I want to do and I would prefer to do like creative stuff. Uh, so I went looking like what what kind of stuff can you do in you know writing and it's 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 hard to get published so that it's like to me the, the idea of i want to be and i want to be an author and tell the stories is like that's the book equivalent of you know um i'm going to direct movies or it's it's not actually a workable goal but in i i looked around because it was i was on a skype call with dylan goofing around looking like video game tie-in novels friend of the show and you really and you realize, like, oh, people have to write all this trash. Someone has to write this. They're like, and you what go look. What specific went, trash? Like, licensed tie-in books for just franchises or whatever. And you go around. There are just so many. Um, <laughs> novelizations of novelizations films. Novelizations of things and like stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, 
those Minecraft the books that they came yeah. to, seem to keep making. And you go to the author's pages, and they write so many of them. Just, that's what, and then I'm like, oh, this isn't a thing that some people get to do. This is a job. Like, it's a hard-to-get-into job, but that's a job. Yeah. And I, and I thought of that, and I thought, like, why don't I look into it? So that's my goal, is to find out more about the process by which you can become, like, a fiction author for commission in that, that kind of sense. And I'm sure it involves Ooh. hard and getting into... Um, it's difficult to get into any kind of publishing. I know it's, like, a ludicrous thing, but... It's it as a thing that is done for money as a work. Mm-hmm. It sounds like I can imagine that as a thing that I is possible and, and that just, y- you you yeah. enjoy doing. Yeah, I would not enjoy only it would... for a living, but just like because you like writing, it could I'd be probably, interesting. I'd honestly probably enjoy it more than if I was someone able to just like I write one book every five years and they're all my masterpieces. I'd actually honestly probably way more enjoy. My job is to write some trash that I am assigned and it's great fun. I don't know. Like I bet it's actually it's like, it sounds super hard work. I have to write It sounds like a lot of research cuz it's not it's not ever um well if it's for commission, it's not going to be something you know a lot about initially. Yeah, well so I, you're going to spend I, a lot yeah. of time researching, but it like all depends you already know how to do stuff. that. Yeah, so it all depends on all the stuff. And I don't know any specifics, but I know that that is the general area of what I want to like talk to people at college about all the like professors and everyone and that's a thing an actual thing that i can see in my head as achievable that i can work towards so i'm going to be trying to write as much uh fiction stuff this year so i can have a portfolio for things of that type that's exciting yeah so and that's that's the that's in my head if everything goes well and i still care about that in a year that's what i'll try to the, the thing i'll try to pursue i guess yeah no there's nothing wrong with that i think that uh since you know what you want, you're you're gonna have a pretty clear path and mm-hmm. uh, a good luck. Thank you. Good is that a podcast? Luck. I think it is. Um, should we end on like I don't know? I'm trying to think of like the positive thing. Yeah, like well, I guess I just wanted to give people some goal setting tips, but I'm just stealing oh. from Google. Okay. <laughs> what were I you mean, I can. Say? I was gonna steal them from my brain. What? But... What are the ones you have? I, I want to hear them. You gotta let it do the work first. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let the thing build. You know. Well, like my personal advice is to just break it into small chunks and ask yourself yep. every week, like, am I doing anything to work towards it, or is this a week off? Uh, my goal, my uh, uh, best advice is like, try to be happy with the things that you can affect because uh, th- there is like stuff you can do to uh, like i would uh i would rather pull myself into things i know i can do than try my best to increase the odds of things that i can't control happening yeah there's only like the stuff you can't control should not be on your radar because that only causes grief um, if you have a huge, um, oh God, there's a business term for this kind of goalkeeping. It's called the, you know what? I'm not even going to look it up cause I hate it. So I'm not, it's, it's a weird acronym that they use in a lot of corporate speak. So I'm not even going to use it. But if you have a really, really big ambitious goal that you want to achieve that is kind of out of your wheelhouse, my very, very specific advice would be to focus be really specific about it. Make sure that you can hold yourself accountable and be realistic about what you can and can't do within that. Kind of like how Jackson said, like, I went to film school and then I realized it wasn't for me. 
like you know ask yourself like is this what i want and if you want to do it don't let anything tear you away from it like within your abilities work towards it and don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid to admit that you might have bitten more off than you could chew but don't overwork yourself just don't do that <laughs> just try to make your goals there's a smart goal thing i don't know if you guys have heard of that but you make your goal measurable you make sure it's accountable um you make sure that it's well specific measurable accountable um realistic and what's the last one it starts with a t because it's smart uh you want to make sure that you've built a time frame for it all right your goals to achieve them make sure they are specific measurable um accountable realistic and you set up a timetable there you go that's my advice also you're enough you're enough you're always doing enough you're always as long as you're trying enough. you're enough and if you're not trying good take a break you probably work too hard yeah uh the need to be achieving it's all the time time not, is not actually a healthy not that good comes for a good you place. yeah it's not we're only talking about people that were setting goals we're not talking if about everybody if you're okay then you're okay yeah like why be something that you're not if if you if i would if i felt just okay and i was like i'm okay i would that's the best that sounds like you've already made it <laughs> <laughs> i mean just like we we've put this weird pressure on our society like as a society on each other to be really productive at all times but like mm -hmm. if it isn't helping you what are you just why why do that why <laughs> it's true I it's think. true well that's gonna do it for the give zone Gibson. Very musical. That's us. Where can we find you? On the internet, Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> you hit that now. You hit that. That boy No, he can sing. He sang so good. Ooh, he sang so good. Ooh. Ooh. No, um, anyway. <laughs> uh, you can find me at FridgeBuzz now on Twitter. Um, I'm on this podcast here at goofs.zone and at abnormalmapping.com and on uh, Trash Effect Ratio, my other podcast with Jackson and Kyle and Matt. Yeah. I just, I want people to trust their intuition, let go of certainty, let go of comparison, and cultivate creativity. Mm -hmm. Exhaustion find... is not a status symbol. Productivity is not self-worth. It's true. You can find me at Headfalls Off on Twitter, headfallsoff.com, where all my writing and links to all my other stuff are, including Abnormal Mapping mm -hmm. uh, and Trash Fetch Ratio. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll see you next time with more goofy. Stay more goofy. St st hey, hey, Destiny, you stay goofy. Stay goofy. You stay goofy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs>